okay, so you just accomplished something super amazing, but the person in your life immediately dismisses it and tells you that you didn't do good enough. You're about to go out on the town with your friends, but the person in your life says that you look terrible. You finally work up the nerve to start that new business that you've been dreaming about doing for years, but that person in your life says that you will never succeed. In each of these situations, we would classify this as abuse. So why do we talk to ourselves like that? Let's talk about it on this episode of the Genuine Mom Club podcast. I'm so glad that you found the Genuine Mom Club podcast. We live in a digital world that so often leaves mamas behind. That's why I'm here, to help you get through the days and not feel so alone. I'll be covering topics from anxiety to homeschool to health to raising kids and so much more. I'll be joined by some pretty incredible experts on all of these various topics to help you with all of your mama questions. Whatever you need, I'm right here to help you. Thank you for listening to the Genuine Mom Club podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode 54 of the Genuine Mom Club podcast. I'm your host, Jamie. Before we officially begin the show, I just wanted to say how incredibly happy I am that you are listening into this episode. Chances are the title or the opening message perhaps kept you listening because the truth is we all have that inner critic sitting in our minds, wishing to bring us down. Some of us, you know, unfortunately have it much worse than others. So what is the critical inner voice that is always popping up whenever you're about to do something? Let's look at some definitions of this, you know, critical little inner voice that we have. According to Psych Alive, the critical inner voice is a well-integrated pattern of destructive thoughts towards ourselves and others. The nagging voices or thoughts that make up this internalized dialogue are at the root of much of our self-destructive and maladaptive behavior. This stream of destructive thoughts forms an anti-self that discourages individuals from acting in their best interests. Oh, oh my goodness. When, you know, when explained like that, like it sounds kind of scary, right? It forms an anti-self that discourages you from doing what is best for you. Let, Let that wash over you, truly. The effects of the critical inner voice, they're serious. It legit becomes like an internal enemy that with time, it can affect every single aspect of your life. It can affect your self-esteem, your self-confidence. It can affect your relationships and it can even affect your work life. Okay, so some common critical voice thoughts are kind of like, you know, I'm such an idiot or I'm so ugly. Why am I so fat? What the heck is wrong with me? I always mess everything up. I hate my body. I'm never going to amount to anything. He doesn't actually love me. He's acting. No one could love me. Everything bad that happened to me happened because I deserve it. Oosh. Did you or have you had any thoughts like this or similar? I'm really curious. Let me know. Like send me a message or something and let me know if you have. Okay, so where do these critical voices come from? These nasty, negative, rude, 
and abusive inner thoughts usually come from early life experiences that are, you know, then internalized and used as a way to think about ourselves. Unfortunately, for many people, these negative thoughts, they come from our own parents or caregivers, or they can come from bullies from our childhood or teen years, or even siblings or influential adults, peers, and sometimes even cultural scripts, like looking at magazines and seeing it when you're young and being like, oh no, I have to look like that. This obviously doesn't mean that your parents you know, were verbally abusive in any way to you. I mean, hopefully they weren't. If they were, then I'm so sorry. But children are able to pick up on negative attitudes that their parents have towards either their child or towards themselves. So if you have a parent that was, you know, kind of self-conscious, like always like, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, I'm so stupid, then that could negatively affect you. There's unfortunately this myth that the critical inner voice is somehow connected to your conscience, but they're actually like totally opposite. Some people believe that if, you know, they stop listening to this critical voice, they're going to lose their conscience. Conscience. Wow, I can't believe I just messed that up. Oh, did you hear that? Did you guys hear that? I just totally critically inner voiced myself. Can't believe I just messed that up. Oh, dear. I have a lot of work to do. Anyways, they believe that if they silence this critical voice, they're going to lose their conscience. But the fact of the matter is that the critical inner voice is actually not trustworthy. It's not a moral guide like your conscience is. The critical voice is, it's demanding, it's degrading, it's punishing, it's harsh, it's abusive, and it's also self-destructive. Your conscience isn't any of those things. There are some dangers of the inner critic getting out of control. And some of those dangers include, you know, you begin to believe that what the voice is saying you about you, like what the voice is telling you, is true, believing that you are ugly, that you are fat, that you are worthless, or, you know, you start to believe that doing a great job isn't good enough because you needed to do a perfect job. You also might start to feel depressed about who you are and what you are and what you look like. You're going to end up damaging your self-esteem and this inner voice is going to completely steal your joy. You're likely going to face relationship challenges because you'll get into a relationship and then immediately start to sabotage it because you feel like you're not worthy for it. Or you will end up in an abusive relationship because you think that you deserve it. Or you end up in a relationship with someone super duper great, but you immediately assume that you are not good enough for the relationship. And so you start to bring your toxic thoughts into the relationship. All of these are dangers, right? So these are things that we really need to look out for. You might even in, you know, some situations, you might even pass this issue, this inner critic that has been bullying you for years. You may unfortunately and unknowingly pass this issue onto your own children. I look at my children and I'm like, I do not want them to ever think the things about themselves that I think about myself. That thought in itself is crippling. (sighs) Anyways, so how can we silence the inner critic? 
Okay, so first you need to acknowledge that it's there. You can't just ignore it. It's really, it's there. It's present. It's like, it's like the elephant in the room. So you got to stop covering it up with blankets and hoping no one will notice it because it's noticeable. You got to let the elephant out. You have to let it be seen by yourself. Look at it for what it really is. It's a dirty, nasty, lying son of a gun. Okay? Let it out. Remind yourself that the inner critic isn't in the driver's seat anymore because you are going to take control. Now you're going to externalize the inner critic. So you're going to observe the fact that this inner critic is not who you are. This inner critic is something that was literally programmed into you from a young age. You were born with the inner critic. It popped up during your childhood or during your teen years, and it just continued to pop up until it's made a presence in your mind. Every single mistake, every harsh word that was ever spoken to you, every negative person or relationship that has fed that inner critic has turned it into what it is today. So my kids are currently obsessed with Spider-Man and there's the one movie where Spider-Man, who's played by Tobey Maguire, turns into Venom. I think that's who it is. The, you know, the black goo. And it turned him into something that he couldn't control until he decided enough was enough. Venom or black goo, whatever it is called, that is attached to you right now. It's essentially become a part of you, like a tumor that needs to be cut out. Your job is to tell this inner critic that it isn't a part of who you are. Much like you should, and hopefully would, leave an abusive relationship, you will need to kind of show this inner critic the door. I want you to do something. I want you to picture a chair for me. Close your eyes if it's safe to do so if you're not driving. Close your eyes for a minute. If you are driving, then just picture a chair, okay? Maybe it's like one of those ones in the movies where, you know, they put people that are being interrogated in. Or maybe it's a comfy chair. Regardless, just pick a chair. Now, I want you to put that negative voice in the chair. What does it look like? Mine looks like slime. It's ugly. It's slimy. And it's small. Okay, so now I want you to try, if you can, drawing your inner critic on a piece of paper. What does it look like? I'm so curious. When you begin to have those negative thoughts arise in your mind about yourself, I want you to look at that picture. I want you to visualize that picture, either on paper or in your mind. Do you actually want to listen to that thing? Would you listen to that thing in real life if that thing walked up to you and started saying disgusting things to you would you listen or would you call the police to have it removed from your presence so when that nasty little creature called your inner critic starts mouthing off i want you to show it the door discredit what it's saying does it have any right to say what it is saying about you the inner critic will attempt to convince you that every nasty thing that other people have ever said to you is truth and it will try to use those nasty things to back up its negative claims. But those thoughts and those things that were said about you, those are not the truth. 
They're not. Now I want you to take yourself to a mirror. I want you to stare at yourself for at least five to 10 minutes. Your kids might walk in and they'll be like, what the heck are you doing? But you're just going to keep doing it. You're going to stare at yourself in the mirror for at least five to 10 minutes. I prefer that you would do this probably like early in the morning before your kids get up or late at night before they go to bed. Regardless, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror. When you're looking at yourself in the mirror, I want you to see yourself for what you truly are. You're a beautiful person that has literally been victimized by this nasty, mean inner critic. Really, like, look at yourself. Notice who you are. Have compassion on yourself. Will your inner critic just up and leave? Like, no. It's like, it's almost like an annoying house guest that has like taken up residency in your basement. It's there to stay, but it doesn't get to have the power over you unless you allow it to. This is where, this is exactly where your inner nurturer will come into play. Chances are you have had some terrible experiences in your childhood or your teen years or perhaps, you know, a bad relationship or a mouthy relative that was always like, you're so chunky, wish you looked more like your siblings or something like that, comparing you to other people or, you know, some other terrible thing like that. I want you to think of yourself at that time. I want you to think of yourself. Do you see yourself? beautiful, vulnerable, trusting, and just wanting to see the best in the world. But yet someone took the time to say something negative to you. Now I want you to comfort that inner child. I want you to comfort that little person that you once were. Comfort her or him for the way that they were treated. Validate that those words were unacceptable. And that the situation was completely unfair. I want you to give yourself room to grieve that inner child's experiences. Because chances are when you went through something not great like that, you were never given room to grieve. You were never able to bring up your concerns to an adult or to someone that could help you. I want you to let yourself grieve those experiences. Give yourself room. Your inner critic has gotten out of control, especially when you begin to think of, you know, those mean kind of phrases and thoughts. So picture yourself as a child when your inner critic has gotten out of control. I want you to picture yourself as a child. Then let your inner nurturer embrace you with kindness and care. When those voices start popping up, lean into your inner nurturer. Having an inner critic that has gotten out of control, it can be really painful and it can, you know, it can be extremely challenging to get under control. But I'm telling you right now, it can be done. Again, that doesn't mean that, you know, that ugly little voice won't pop up from time to time because it will. But when you hear it, you can identify it. You can put it in that chair And you can use the strategies we talked about to put that voice in the back seat where it belongs. I think one of the most dangerous inner critic thoughts that I have ever had personally 
was when I was sitting in the NICU, hardly able to stand. I had just suffered from severe preeclampsia. I was watching my baby in an incubator with tubes and wires attached to him. And I remember thinking, this is my fault. My stupid body developed preeclampsia. My body starved my baby inside me. This is my fault. Oh, my goodness. Those thoughts were completely out of line. But unfortunately, at that time, I believed it. I believed it because I had let my inner critic to get out of control. I had let it have control. And you will notice that that little stupid, dumb little inner critic will always pop up when you are most vulnerable, just like when you were a child. In that moment when I was in the NICU looking at my baby, when I was struggling with my own health and mental health in those very moments, I was extremely vulnerable. And that is when the inner critic launched its attack on me. It wasn't until around seven months postpartum when I was able to get therapy And I remember she said to me, she's like, that wasn't your fault. You've been blaming yourself so long. And she literally said, she was like, you did some really bad damage by accepting those negative thoughts about your pregnancy and how it all ended. That wasn't my fault. And looking back, I'm like, oh my goodness, I had severe preeclampsia. I almost died My baby almost died, but I did what I had to to keep my baby alive and to keep myself alive. But in those moments, in those vulnerable moments, I completely jumped off the deep end with those pathetic thoughts. It's so sad to think about, to remember that. I think of myself sitting in that NICU and I literally picture myself and I so badly just want to go and give myself a hug. And just be like, you're going to be okay. And this wasn't your fault. I wish so badly that I could intervene (laughs) with past me and help myself. Because I would have saved myself so much pain, so much suffering, so much anxiety, so much depression, so much. Just remember, okay, we all have this little inner critic. But we can take control of it. And throw it to the back before it becomes a big inner critic. Before it causes major damages to your peace of mind and who you are. We are in charge of our own minds. You are unique. You are beautiful. And you are worthy. You are doing an amazing job. Your dreams, your desires, your hopes, they aren't stupid. And you do have the ability to accomplish everything that you put your mind to. I want you to repeat this after me. Please, please, please repeat this after me. Inner critic, you have no place here anymore. I'm taking control because I am worthy, because I am loved, because I am completely unique. I was created with purpose. I was created with beauty and with light. I choose to believe the truth today and you, inner voice, you do not speak the truth. Okay, so that is all I have for today's episode. I 
hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you found it helpful. Listen, if you haven't already, I would just absolutely love for you to subscribe to the Genuine Mom Club podcast. And please, if you can, please share this episode with your friends and family because you truly do not know what sort of battle people are fighting in their mind with their inner critic. Someone who can seem completely confident and happy and put together could be suffering immensely with an inner critic. So please, 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 please share this episode with your friends and family. You can simply take a screenshot of the episode cover and tag your friends on social media or send a link of the show to them. Let's get the word out there that the inner critic is a liar and that we are all beautiful and amazing in our own way. Okay, that does it for today. I love you. I thank you for listening to this episode. I guess that's it. (laughs) All right. Bye for now.